Long ago, seven Dragon Balls were forged and scattered over the face of the planet. Once united, the Eternal Dragon will be called forth to grant the Discoverer a single wish. Welcome to Bonsai Podcast Season 2. I'm your host, Mike. I'm your host, Tyler. And, uh, hey, if it sounds like shit, sorry, it's really hot. That's mm-hmm. just kind of the way that it is. And uh, we don't live in the kind of accommodations that allow for silent central air. Uh, God, I wish. <laughs> also known as the greatest of, of mankind's sins, if you've seen dogma anyway uh so yeah it's um it's uh july 25th 2022 and it's real hot guys it's 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 not just it's not just hot where i am and it's not just hot where tyler is which is impressive because that's a 3500 mile stretch uh it's hot (laughs) everywhere in between um new jersey northern new jersey has had uh, like a like a six day stretch of a hundred plus degrees, yep. which is the hottest it's ever been in recorded history there. Uh, but it's not just America, guys. It's also fucking Europe. Uh, it's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So England, England. Yep. All right. Like I I don't know I don't know what our what our audience. Uh, <laughs> What what their knowledge of geography is like? Uh, England is a very wet place in general. Um, yeah, it's like it's like up there with like one of the rainiest, wettesty, fucking humid places. Uh, kind of that's like very habited. Um, it's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> like there there are there are multiple fires breaking out in England. Um. Like wildfires, forest fires, uh, there's all sorts of stuff uh, happening. Um, Didn't like millions never... of acres in Alaska burn down too? I don't know. I mean, that uh, doesn't that doesn't that happen a lot out in like BC? Like there isn't there all, like generally giant wildfires out there that happen? Uh, maybe. I'm not sure honestly. I don't know. Welcome well, to here, the future. Six, though. six days ago. Uh, Unprecedented uh, blazes envelop Alaska. Alaska experiencing wildfires it's never seen before. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, there you go. Apparently, Alaska has never seen. I mean, it's Alaska. It's c- f- fucking cold in Alaska. That's like that's uh, like okay. The Already first thing more about it. than five hundred and thirty wildfires have burned an area the size of Connecticut. <laughs> Ew, Connecticut. But yeah. <laughs> well, it's burned, um, though, so... Well, why couldn't it have just been Connecticut? Uh, <laughs> why don't yeah. we just take Connecticut and put it in the wildfire? Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, it's really hot, um, which is obviously making it very difficult to sit in chairs for long periods of time next yeah, to record. hot computers, but we're doing what we can. Um, yeah, we'll probably be recording as early as we can, and we probably won't go for as long as we normally do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so you know, be safe 
five people have already died just from the heat, uh, like alone. So, I mean, that's you, you not mean a like lot of people on the East Coast, or just at least on the in East general? Coast. General, yeah. okay, yeah, because uh, I was like, it's five, probably more. Five people have died just from the heat. Um, there are cooling shelters that are out and about. I know New York City has set up a bunch and like misters and like all sorts of stuff. Uh, protect your pets too. Um, yeah. I've had to. I've had to take a wet washcloth and basically like rub Naru with it three or four times a day to make sure that he, and he's so mad. He's so mad about <laughs> it. Um, but you know, you gotta keep, you gotta keep the little furry guys cool. Cause I can't shave his hair. I like, I like, I don't have like a cat shaver. So not, yeah, and I, not you that know what? he would sit still for it. Yeah. I don't know how that would go. I'd have to like shave one strip off at a time. Like I think just like turning it on would freak him the fuck out. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, uh, it's not great. Uh, it's not great. But anyway, uh, this is the this is the the new and improved bonsai podcast, my friends. So what we're thinking about doing, moving forward, is kind season of season two onward. Yeah, instead of like just bitching about how fucked up the fucking world is, right? And because like in the beginning when we started, we would talk about one thing in particular, um, and then as like it was like that was good for six months and then we hit 2020 and when the pandemic broke out it just everything went to shit uh and it just stayed shit and just continued being shittier for like a long like just continually like it's not like it's better now (laughs) and now it's shitty and hot (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's not like it's better now but um you know just like focusing on that is is a lot uh and, you know, I mean, obviously we're going to have, like, some small updates and stuff like that, but uh, it is what it is. So we didn't come prepared for a discussion, but I got a topic that I think we can discuss one way or another without mm-hmm. being prepared, and mm-hmm. that is Dragon Ball. Oh, I yeah. think if there's, I think if there's one franchise if there's one anime if there's one manga that not just tyler and i know uh but pretty much anybody who's going to be listening to this would know very well uh it would be it would be dragon ball uh and dragon ball z i think the the manga doesn't really or at least it didn't really differentiate before i think the z was added on to like help with the english you know stuff and probably because we got the like the anime is it's weird uh, the the story the history the craziness of dragon ball um is all stuff that we'll likely bring to you next week right Cause some of these are going to be you know they're, they're going to take some discussion um but when it comes to getting into anime i think a lot of us that are about my age somewhere around 30 you know yep. yeah 30 and i would say about four years older yeah. Dragon Ball is kind of like that's where that's where it happened. That's where it came in. For a lot of us, it was thanks to Toonami. I know that a lot of people in South America, Central America, had better access to it. Uh, one of our editors, Hexen, was telling me that they have this like one channel that just like plays anime all the time, and it's you know it's all the old stuff. Like they're still playing Captain Tsubasa down there. Wow! Uh, every every day, like Sailor Moon, all that stuff. Dude, that's uh, awesome. So. Yeah, um, so the United States didn't get Dragon Ball, I believe, until after Dragon Ball Z. So if I remember correctly, what happened was, is in the mid-90s, they did a small run of Dragon Ball that was 
kind of just like pushed out into like Ohio, <laughs> you know? <laughs> they're, and like, they're like, who who has the boringest life that would give us the best idea of whether or not this would work? Ohioans. Yeah. So basically, what it was like the the syndication for Dragon Ball. Uh, for the English localization and broadcasting was like, it it was really crazy. Um, It it would move from people to people to people. And at this point, like we had brought over, this is 1995. uh, Mm -hmm. We had brought over a bunch of weird shit. You know, we had like, we had brought over fucking speed racer and like some other really, really obscure fucking anime that like you know some people's dads watched when they were children in the 70s and they were they were absolutely uh destroyed by you know american dubs and stuff like that also by 1995 we had had the power rangers which is a really big deal uh like the power Power rangers Rangers were huge they're still huge they're still going dude Dude, I mean, There's you have, I don't know if we've ever talked about it, but you have a Power Ranger story. Oh, hanging out with the Power Rangers? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I want to, like, okay, so. <laughs> you don't know? I, don't know. I think you do. I, I don't know if I want to, like, throw that out there. Uh, so I had a pretty wild time with a couple Power Rangers. Um, I'm not going to say what season they were from. Um, there we I go. was hanging out with a Red Ranger and a White Ranger, and, uh. We got, like, absolutely shit-cocked uh, at a casino, um, just, like, com- just so drunk, uh, and <laughs> the Red Ranger and the White Ranger definitely ran train on a chick um, who was so horny for the Power Rangers um, at late into the night, and it was just, it was a wild time. The Power Rangers, uh, they, they fuck, but anyway, so, <laughs> so the, 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 the reason that I'm bringing the Power Rangers up, though, is because half of it is... I'm sorry, that's just 100% the title for this episode. The Power Rangers, comma, they fuck. Well, that should be the AKA, so it should be Dragon Ball Part 1, and then the Power Rangers, or AKA, the Power yeah. Rangers fuck. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so the Power Rangers was a big deal in the West because... It was half uh, this Japanese show, Super Sentai, mm-hmm. and half this budget-ass American television show mashed into one and was, like, super overdubbed. It was done in the absolute cheapest possible way. Uh, like, literally, like, the people that fucking made the Power Rangers were, were making money hand over fist because they were spending nothing on the show and the like the the dudes who had super sentai over in oh my god over in uh that honestly this is very accurate waluigi i'm just gonna say this gif is very very (laughs) fucking accurate uh kind Uh, of to a t to to describe what's going on here it looks like maybe at a concert or you know a festival of some um thing you know there's a red ranger who's being heavily grinded on by a uh, a big booty person yes uh yeah. yes it was, it was very much is very much i've seen this in real life but in a casino uh anyway so uh <laughs> except the red ranger was not wearing his costume <laughs> i wish he was that um, would have been anyway, better so, yeah yeah so uh 
fucking so that was a big that was a big jump for people seeing that like Japanese entertainment could work in America um you know as long as you kind of fuck with it so at the time a lot of the anime that came over was done by Deke like we've we've heard about yep. Deke before Deke yep. was the people that you know would come in and be like Deke uh, which apparently a lot of people say uh, Deke stands for does it cheap, yep. <laughs> which yep. explains a lot. I mean, if you look back at the Sailor Moon, uh, I, that's original... exactly what I was thinking of was the Sailor Moon yeah. fucking. Uh, yeah, I have a I have a great VHS of Sailor Moon that I bought while we were at PAX absolute... West. Yeah, we right? were fucking. Yeah, we were Hammered. super duper drunk. Yeah, yeah. that was what. <laughs> That was the same night that we drank all those fucking tequila sunrises, right? I believe that was the same night that we we saw the the guy, the 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 street performer dude, right? Yeah, yeah, we gave him a ton of money. Yeah, except you didn't. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> and we were smoking cigars, and then we were really, really, really fucking sick the next day. Yeah, yeah, that was that night. Yeah, because we got kicked out of the store by the guy who was running it, who was a fucking juggalo, because Grant was Grant. just sitting down. <laughs> in he the laid store. down in the store. Yeah, <laughs> it's like some weird grocery store in Seattle that also had like old uh, holographic. VHS tapes of fucking Sailor Moon. Uh, but yeah, so like the Deke dub, um, you know, they made Usagi's name Serena. The, you know, they literally made the fucking Onigiri jelly donuts. Um, like, surprise, Pokemon wasn't the first time they did that. Uh, it, like, they, they had like these like PSAs at the end about like not doing drugs and being good to your family and like all this shit. Uh, but Dragon Ball... Dragon Ball didn't get that. So, in 1995, Funimation, uh, which was, like, just this group of people who just kind of fucking did, like, voice acting and distribution, um, they got the license for Dragon Ball um, as one of its very first imports. Uh, and in Japan, like, obviously, Dragon Ball was huge. It was very big. It didn't It didn't get big until the first uh, Budokai, uh, Budokai Tenkaichi tournament. Um, which was, I believe that was the one where, now, did you, did you watch a lot of Dragon Ball? I watched some Dragon Ball. Okay. I, I like Dragon Ball better than Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Yeah. So, so I've watched, I've watched Dragon Ball quite a bit. So that, that tournament was the one where, uh, Jackie Chun was, was the end of it. Uh, he was, he was the last guy. It was Goku versus Jackie Chun, a.k.a. Master Roshi, obviously, mm-hmm. um, and that that blew up in Japan huge because it was in the it was in the mid eighties. This was during the the like kung fu fucking arc and like all this stuff. It was it was really big. Uh, so Dragon Ball blew up, but originally Dragon Ball was just a show about a little boy with a tail who was like really strong. And uh, 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 what Bulma was what like fourteen years old, something like that. Love to something like that. Fucking yeah. show her underwear to perverted men to get her way. Um, uh, Lord Icarus Lotus is sixteen. I thought I thought maybe Goku was fourteen. I don't know. Either way, um, so they get uh, they get the rights to Dragon Ball, um, and they they contracted 
Uh, apparently, Josanne B. Lovick Productions and voice actors from Ocean Productions, um, which is why you get a lot of weird uh, dub stuff from Dragon mm-hmm. Ball in in English. Like we've heard, I mean, we watched the uh, big green dub. What was it the, the big green dub of uh, the first Dragon Ball Z movie, Tree of Might? And man, that was bad. Uh, it was great. <laughs> it was excellent. Yes, um, I have the Ocean Productions version of uh tree of might on vhs um but yeah so um it was the uh the ocean and funimation created the uh an english version for the anime in the first movie the dubbed episodes were edited for content of course a lot of shit was edited in english um and contained different music which actually like i think it's i think it's really cool i'm not sure exactly what the ocean productions intro music was but i know that the english intro music for dragon ball was just a fucking that was one was like gotta find them all the magic dragon balls it was fucking awesome So yeah, so obviously different music, and if you remember uh, Dragon Ball Z, back when it was airing on Toonami, I think, it was playing Rock the Dragon, right? Like, that was the intro song for at least the Saiyan saga? I I don't remember, man. Do you remember Rock the Dragon? No. It's fucking awesome. Dragon, dragon, rock the dragon, dragon, ballsy. It's fucking so good. This is like, this fucking hits hard, man. I don't fuck yeah, around. If I'm not, um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Rock the Dragon was done by Saban. Uh, and Saban was like, dude, Saban is such a, like, Saban is its own fucking rabbit hole, uh, of, like, this very, um, frugal israeli man who basically like started his career by creating um like theme songs for for shows uh so let me see rock the dragon is the unofficial title for the otherwise unnamed theme song heard during the opening and closing sequences of the funimation dub of dragon ball z so that's what we saw particularly in early episodes um it was written and performed by Shuki Levy and Kusa Mahehi. Um, so it's not saying... It's not saying uh, who it was... Wait, Saban! It was Saban. 
<laughs> so there you go. Uh, it was Saban. Let me see uh, what other theme songs Saban did because I believe they did the X Men theme song. Dude, they had like um, a niche of like animated theme songs. It's kind of neat. Yep, yep. They did. They did the '90s X Men theme song. They did Go Go Power Rangers. Uh, which is also a fucking. I mean, like if you look at dude, Go-Go everybody Power Rangers, knows Go Go Power Rangers. Yeah. yeah. Go Go Power Rangers. They got the fucking like tap and solo. It's like a, yeah, pa- it's a power metal song, you know. So they just mm-hmm. like, yeah, they just knew. Saban knew how to make. I mean, and the X Men intro, fucking. I mean, that's like one of the best intros of all time. So yeah, so with all with all of this, uh, they they were kind of set up to do well. Um, however, again, uh, the first thing that they had was Dragon Ball, uh, and um, it was it was a bad launch. Uh, so thirteen episodes aired in first run syndication during the fall of nineteen ninety five before Funimation canceled the project due to low ratings. So part of the reason that there was low ratings was because. Uh, if I remember uh, correctly, it was put out and at like a really bad time slot. I think it was like fucking like 6.30 a.m., kind of like the same time slot that Sailor Moon was on back when I was a kid on, uh, what was it, UPN 38, I believe, was what I watched fucking Sailor Moon on. <laughs> um, that does sound right. Yeah, yeah, I think it was UPN 38. And, I don't uh, think I had the same channels as you, but I feel like you've, we've discussed this before and looked it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, it, so and it only aired in the Midwest. If I remember correctly, there was a select couple states. I think it was, like, Michigan and Ohio and, like, that area. And they just weren't, you know, they just weren't into it. Um, so, as far as the content edits... Um, the U.S. version of Dragon Ball was aired on Cartoon Network with numerous digital cosmetic changes. Um, this was when it was finally aired. So Dragon Ball didn't air until March 2001 on, on Toonami, right? Yeah. So let's see, 2001, that would have made me 10, um, which would have made you 10. Uh, and, you know, most most people around that age which is like the perfect age right because you're you're kind of out of power rangers at that point but dragon ball had a uh, a kind of a different a, a different edge to it you know what i mean uh there was there was some boobs there was uh there was some blood there was some real violence uh going on it was it was fucking cool you know, and you got you got to you got to kind of like live that. I mean, what was that? I was listening to um, 
this uh, this podcast called Wizard and the Bruiser, which was Great name. really fucking. Yeah, it was really interesting uh, because Derek, or not Derek, yeah, Derek, Uncle Derek, though. From, oh, Uncle from, Derek. Uh, Stop Skeletons from Fighting were, was on that podcast. Oh, cool. Like, at one point. Yeah, yeah, he did, like, the connect. Uh, so, shout out to those guys. Um, yeah, watch Stop yeah, Skeletons uh, from Fighting. They're good friends. Yeah, and listen to uh, Wizard and the Bruiser because they're, they're interesting. Their whole podcast network is really great. Um, they do last podcasts on the left and stuff like that. Same oh, network. nice. Um, yeah, so so they were saying, um, the fuck was it? Oh, that the the sound of Goku going Super Saiyan three is the sound of being a thirteen year old boy. <laughs> so, uh, Goku training into Super Saiyan three, which I remember when that episode aired and it was new, um, and it might have been two episodes. I feel like he, I feel like the way that I remember it was Goku screaming for two fucking episodes. Yeah, that sounds right. Super Saiyan 3 was a big deal. Uh, Bronte says, what the fuck does that mean? I will send you a video of it. Wait, it's the sound, though. Uh, yeah. Let me... This is Super Saiyan. This is a Super Saiyan 2. You're going to love this. Trust me. What you're seeing now is my normal state. This is a Super Saiyan. And this... This is what is known as a Super Saiyan that has ascended past a Super Saiyan. Or, you could just call this a Super Saiyan 2. And this... What's he doing? ...is to go even further beyond! It's the next level. It's just like for fucking me. Here you go. Yeah, this is this is. It, there you go, Bronte. This oh, is the sound so of a thirteen-year-old boy. Just be, the sound of, of always being a, of constantly being a thirteen-year-old boy. That's the sound of being very horny and never getting laid. <laughs> um. All right. So. So yeah. So Dragon Ball. Um at least in the States, uh, didn't come out until 2001. Dragon Ball Z, I believe, came out a little bit before that. I think it was like 1997, 1996, but I'm going to check that out. UPN, dude. What the fuck? Here we go. UPN. Uh, with the ending of Dragon Ball, Toei Animation quickly released a second anime series, Dragon Ball Z, uh, or Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> commonly abbreviated <laughs> as DBZ. Um, uh, they collaborate, uh, 1995 Funimation began producing out of blah, blah, blah. They collaborated with Saban Entertainment, um, which we already went over. Ocean Studios, she heavily edited 1996, uh, first run syndication for Dragon Ball Z. Um, but it also struggled, uh, during that time. They canceled it after two seasons, which is why when we got it on Cartoon Network in the first place in 1998 is when Dragon Ball Z came out. In, on Cartoon Network, and that's why we saw those first two seasons over and over and over again because they were just desperately trying to dub as fast as they possibly could. Now, if you missed, if you missed the seasons as they came out back on Toonami, it was likely 
you weren't going to see them again unless it was the Frieza arc or the Saiyan arc. Um, like, it, it's just, like, I would see... Because do you remember when, like, the Boo saga was coming out? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so it was like you'd get the first... You get the first uh, tournament arc of the Boo Saga, right? And then you would get the actual or, or the second tournament arc because it st- it started with Goku in Hell, and he was like learning to fight in Hell, and he was fighting that guy that kind of looked like Piccolo, except he had Mister Popo lips. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I don't remember his name. Me either. But yeah, so so <laughs> you'd get that, and then you'd get the uh, Goku coming back. Uh, to life and entering the world martial arts tournaments with his uh, his kids and, and Goten, who looks just like him, uh, which nobody ever even asked a question about. Um, <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and then and then uh, the Bibbity fucking or Bobbity or whatever the fuck. And then, uh, yeah, Super Saiyan 3. Yeah, I forgot and then about get- Bobbity or whatever his name was with his fucking. Mm-hmm. I put an M on your head. I control you now. Yeah, well, th- th- I mean, that was the funny thing about Bobbity and Boo is, like, Bobbity's dad was the evil science Bibbity, or scientist Bibbity, so you got Bibbity, Bobbity, and Boo. Yeah, no, like, I got the it. song from, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so that's what it was like when it was, it would, it, you'd go through, basically, Vegeta, Majin Vegeta, like, yeah. being a piece of shit, and yep. then, like, dying. Um, and I hated Vegeta when I was a kid. I thought he was just an asshole all the time. Turns um, out he was the best like, character in the whole show. <laughs> yeah, he was, he's kind of the only character that had any kind of growth. Exactly. <laughs> he's the only character that had any characterization. Um, but yeah, so so when that was happening, when they would run out of episodes for Boo, uh, they would go back and they would play the Saiyan Saga through the fucking Frieza Saga again and then go back to Boo. They would never, ever play the Trunks Saga or the Android Saga, or the Cell Saga, and we never, we just, I just didn't fucking see it until I was like, you know, 13, 14, and old enough to get to Walmart on my own and steal the DVDs that were coming out at the time, the box sets. So, uh, I did have almost all Dragon Ball Z on DVD at one point. I don't anymore, and it's fine, because it turns out that the DVDs that they put out for Dragon Ball are fucked. So they're they're in wide they're well they're in sixteen by nine. Dragon Ball mm-hmm. Z was not made in sixteen by nine. No, of course not. <laughs> it's a four by three show. Yeah. Um. And and you guys, if if you're watching your television, right, and uh, all of, you notice these black bars on the side of your flat screen TV, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. leave it. Don't fuck with that. That's the way it's supposed to look. Okay. Don't zoom. In like don't go to your like picture settings and zoom in. Don't go to stretch. Don't fucking do that. You're gonna ruin the integrity of what you're watching. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna miss it's a gonna ton look of it. Stupid. Yeah. Things were made in four by three on purpose. And it's to okay. Four by three. It's yeah, okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It. T- I. I had to learn that as a kid because I remember I'd plug my NES into. Uh, we had a projector screen TV before. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think so I feel like bit... we're the generation that learned that four by three was still okay because of that shit. Because I had the exact same thing. Yeah, we we're the first people to get sixteen by nine fucking yeah. televisions. Yeah, you know, we, and, we, and... we're we're the generation that was like, wait, it does look better if it's just smaller. <laughs> it's okay to do that. Yeah, yeah, 
Meanwhile, like, mom and dad are like, oh, this is, why isn't this fucking television station? Like, I still have to fucking help my grandparents with their fucking six, because not all cable is, uh, not all cable is, um, high def now, you know? There's still some channels that aren't playing in 16 by 9, so, really? so when they go to those channels, yeah, yeah, they're like, what the fuck? Um, but, you know, it's only shit, like, old people would watch anyway, so is what it is but yeah so uh i don't know like do you want to do you want to talk about like the personal impact of like dragon ball and dragon ball z that that it had on on us as as people that's always a good idea you know yeah i I mean do you want to go first yeah mine's not going to be as as grandeur as yours you know uh because i think pokemon was my bigger like delve into anime i would say but yeah, that was around like 97 98 yeah it's pokemon but dragon ball was still really huge you know it, it 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 was the the really big fighting show that was that was on every week that was like fuck i can't wait to watch them yell for half hour mm. <laughs> you know it and i i remember being young and being like it, it was almost like the the yelling was suspense building and you were just waiting for them to like pop off and then they wouldn't until the next episode and it was annoying but also exciting at the same time it was the perfect it was the perfect amount of of suspense for my young brain to to keep watching it was clickbait yeah it was it was yeah it was like the original fucking clickbait is what it was like it if you look at the titles of episodes versus the content within those episodes, it's fucking clickbait. And like every before every episode, they would have the awesome announcer, um, last time on Dragon Ball Z. Blah blah blah, you know, and it had that it had that awesome fucking music. Mm-hmm. And then at at the end, it would be next time on Dragon Ball Z. And then it would do the the fucking you know tease you for the next episode, and because this is this is one thing that I think a lot of us don't really think about when we look back on this shit is that Dragon Ball Z was already over, and had been over, for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like we were wa- like we were watching television from way in the past. Uh, so so if if you look into it. Let me see. Uh, Dragon Ball. So, so Dragon Ball ran from 1986 to 1989, and technically, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z are are different anime. Technically, um, and yeah, uh, Dragon Ball Z ran from 1989 to 1996. Uh, so we didn't get the first episode of Dragon Ball Z. That came out in 1989 until 1998, which was two years after the entire series ended. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, literally literally going back in time for this shit. Uh, we didn't... But, in Dragon Ball... What, what, did I, what did I say it started in 1986? Something like that. Was that... I don't was remember. Was that what it was? Uh, Dragon Ball... We didn't get Dragon Ball until 2001. So, yeah. We were watching television from 1986 in 2001 and we didn't even know like like i didn't know i didn't know it was that fucking old you know what i mean if anybody mm-hmm. told me i would have been like you're lying like this just came out this just came out today you know what i mean i never questioned like why we could fucking 
watch like why we would get a new episode five days a week every single fucking week for you know two months uh or anything like that and and i think it just goes to show like how timeless the animation is yeah um and akira toriyama's character design uh and just like everything about that show i mean again don't don't get me wrong there obviously were some edits that made it more palatable for an american audience and american parents unfortunately uh rock the dragon certainly helped you know what i mean (laughs) like like the intro music for dragon ball z uh the japanese intro music not my favorite it's the ones like yeah no i I remember it not being my favorite either (laughs) you know it's just like kind of fucking corn you know um, I've never, I don't think I've ever even heard the Japanese. Uh, well, Hedchala, they actually kept Hedchala, if I remember correctly, um, for for the outro of Dragon Ball Z, right? I think they did. Because um, that, I, rem- I, I remember the names of, any of the songs. <laughs> I mean, it, it, literally the words are Chala, Hedchala. I don't know. Anyway, uh, and then the uh, oh, that was the intro. That was that was the Japanese intro for it. Though. Yes. So you get that on like the movies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. This is the yeah. yeah. So I don't remember what the outro song was, but the outro song for Dragon Ball, uh, the English version was also really good. Yeah, uh, as a kid, you know, like it was it was weird because we got Dragon Ball Z first uh, and then we got Dragon Ball later. It was obvious that Dragon Ball was an older show than Dragon Ball Z, uh, but they were running simultaneously. And I remember it specifically, it would be Dragon Ball and then Dragon Ball Z. Uh, The cool thing about Dragon Ball is that we basically got all of it. So it would just run for a long time. Uh, But the weird thing is, is that as far as I know, they never ran uh, like Piccolo Jr. or like King Piccolo Saga. Unless I'm unless I'm mistaken, I don't think I ever saw those when I was a kid. You could run all of Dragon Ball in one year, but they didn't. I swear yeah, to God, you could they do would, it like, in like two thirds of a year. Well, yeah. Oh, but that's because they were fucking still dubbing it. That's why they were still dubbing it, which is it's crazy to me because Sonny, uh, what's his face, the the oh, no. actor who did Krillin, oh, not not Sonny Bono, <laughs> the actor who did Krillin, uh was dubbing Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball at the same time. Wow. Yeah. Baller. Like, it, yeah. So, and, the, and they, they were coming out simultaneously. It's just so fucking weird. Um, and, I mean, for me, it was... Like, Pokemon and Sailor Moon were anime uh, that I was familiar with. Um, but Pokemon... And Digimon as well. Digimon mm-hmm. was already out, and I'd watched quite a bit of that at the time. Um, but it, it never really clicked to me that those were 
anime, especially not Pokemon and Digimon. Right. That those kind of just seemed like shows that went along with video game that you know, and that was just like an art style. Uh, Sailor Moon definitely had like an impact on me. I remember specifically when I was a kid, uh, the motion lines. You know mm. how they do that, that mm-hmm. to save money? Uh, where it's just like somebody being like, oh my god! And in the background, it's like just moving yep. fucking yep. lines. Yep. You know? Like that shit, like really, like, I don't know what it was, but to my kid brain, that was visual crack, uh, which is <laughs> so strange because now I'm like, this is goofy as shit. Uh, but Dragon Ball Z, or Dra- Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, they were the first ones that I. I noticed that there was like an aesthetic to the show and I fucking fell in love with the way that it looked uh, and the, and, and everything and the, the fighting, like the, the super fast fucking punches. Cause like, again, um, these episodes are being thrown out like crazy. Uh, what's the word for the, the really good uh, animation in an anime? Do you remember it? Uh, so I know like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, there's Sakuga. like there's like the Thank you. Sakuga, yeah, yeah, the Sakuga. So like there was no Sakuga in Dragon Ball. Yeah. Or Dragon Ball C. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't think I can remember any Sakuga in Dragon Ball Z at all whatsoever. Um but yeah, so so like the, this shit was just this shit was pumped out. And that and that was the other thing too, is um Akira Toriyama was also pumping this shit out. Like he didn't want to keep going the man was uh, on a mission <laughs> not even like the the man was fucked because uh <laughs> like he made people too much money um he, like it like like dragon ball and dragon ball z just it popped off yeah and uh it, like dr slump did pretty well but when dragon ball popped off his editors and uh, the TV studios and everybody, they were just like, you, you have to, you have to keep making this dude. Like, sorry. Like, <laughs> <you're just> like, <laughs> like and uh, if I, if I remember correctly, um, you know, for people who are like more into the scene, uh, generally a mangaka will have a whole team behind it, behind them. Um, apparently, Toriyama had three editors uh, for uh, his manga series, Kazuhiko Todoshima. Um, worked uh, with him on Dr. Slump in the first half of Dragon Ball. Uh, Yu Kondo was involved with Dragon Ball during its most popular times. And Fuyuto Takeda, who took over position during the Perfect Cell Saga and also served as Toriyama's editor for post-Dragon Ball works. So he had, two, he had only two assistants during his career, just one of them worked with him on Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. That's kind of crazy. And not only that, but Toriyama, like, he never uh, modernized. <laughs> so, like, he was doing everything by hand. So, like, there's all this stuff that you have to do by hand in, in classic manga, specifically, like, screen toning and shit like that. Right. Uh, in order to make things look like fucking manga. So you have to cut all that by hand. It was just him and, like, one other person. Right. And most of the time, it was just fucking him, and he got this shit out over and over. And like he was, he was rarely fucking late. Uh, it's, it's like, like there was, there was, what was it? Uh, each volume has uh, two hundred pages, 
an average of 200 pages, uh, 519 chapters, 42 Tonkaban for uh, 11 years. <laughs> for 11 fucking years. And he wanted so badly to stop. Just like over and over again. Like, uh, like, like you know, when, uh, when Goku grew up, he wanted to stop. After Frieza, he wanted to stop. And they were like, no, just, just keep going. Like, and he's but, like, but okay. don't you have another story in there? And, you know? and, he do- and he was like, I guess, but that's, that's <laughs> the thing that you run into with, with, with Dragon Ball. So I guess let's start from the beginning, right? So Dragon Ball, uh, you meet this, you meet this little kid named Goku who has a tail. He's really strong. He's living on his own, uh, in the woods in a very peaceful kind of way. And, uh, you know, just kind of living the life, like going out, catching fish, he's friends with the animals. Um, and his Grandpa, the guy who took care of him, is passed away, and Goku's just living in his house, dude. I mean, he, just being a human, yep. you know, like like just doing his thing, um, until Bulma shows up. Bulma is a young girl. She is on a mission to find all of these Dragon Balls, the seven Dragon Balls. When you bring them together, you get a wish, and uh, you know she wants a boyfriend. Um, I think you learned that great a wish. couple episodes in. Yeah, solid and, start. <laughs> Yeah, and there's a lot of good comedy in this beginning, right? Because, like, you know, I think Bulma tries to, like, flash Goku her fucking panties in order to get him to do what he wants. He doesn't even understand, like, what that's <laughs> supposed to mean. You know, he's, like, he's just, like, he's he's a sexless boy. Uh, like, I think it's, like, one or two episodes after that where he, like, fucking, like, you know, like, finds her sleeping and she's like in her underwear and he's like that's weird and he like straight up like pats her fucking vagina <laughs> he's like <laughs> yeah that's like where's right. your balls yeah yeah like <laughs> like why don't you have a why don't you have a fucking dick dude like he didn't even know that girls existed um like i said I, there's a lot of really fucking funny humor in it um and it's just an adventure you know so and obviously it's it's based off of like most things uh in in japanese fucking culture it's based off of journey to the west which is this ancient buddhist story about a priest or a, who is making his way to deliver sacred scriptures to i don't know somewhere in fucking india whatever um and he's accompanied by the monkey king who has his own crazy story that i'm not going to get into like like wild but basically he's like a monkey who kind of uh either became a god and he pissed off the gods and he became really strong and he has this pole that can extend which is one of the first things that goku shows is he's got the power pole um which i don't know if it's called the power pole in japanese uh, uh but it is in the manga because i've read all the dragon ball manga uh, it's still called power pole um so yeah so so goku is basically son goku yeah which is the japanese name for uh son wukong uh, which is Chinese for the monkey god. Um, yeah, which is uh, the character from uh, Journey to the West also, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then Bulma's kind of supposed to be the stand-in for the priest, right? Because the whole story kind of revolves around the priest and the priest's mission. Uh, in this case, obviously the mission is to go get the Dragon Balls. And then uh, Oolong, the shape-shifting little pig man, uh, is yep. Baji, who was also a perverted shape-shifting pig man. Yep, in nailed it. To the West. Nailed like, it. It's not. It's not. It's, it's not, not a even, new story. <laughs> yeah, it's not even trying to be 
uh, fucking, like, you know, it's not even trying to fuck around and, like, pretend like it's not, like, literally ripping shit from the story. Uh, this, like, okay. th- it would be, like, it would be, like, me making a cartoon based on, like, Cinderella, you well, know? It, or- it's one of the most famous stories of, like, Eastern culture ever. Yeah, you it's know? either that <laughs> like, or the Twelve Kingdoms. There's two. There's yeah. like two or three books that everything is based off of, and it's either Journey to the West or the Twelve King. Is it Twelve Kingdoms? Thirteen King? I don't fucking I know. Don't anyway, know. it's just don't even try that one. Like you can read Journey to the West. Uh, the the Twelve Kingdoms. Fucking forget it. It's like <laughs> it's thousands of pages. There's hundreds of characters. It's impossible to follow. I've watched multiple YouTube videos on the story of it, and I still don't get it. It makes <laughs> no fucking sense. Uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms is what it's called. Sorry. Um, thank you. Thank you, Icarus. Uh, yes, Romance of the Three Kingdoms. And it's all about ancient Chinese dudes, and they're fucking fighting to bring in a new dynasty or fighting through multiple dynasties. It also stretches like hundreds of years. It's fucking ridiculous. Journey to the West is a much more solid story. Um, (laughs) So to wrap up the, the Journey to the West crew, obviously Yamcha is supposed to be the desert golem guy. Uh, He is a desert bandit after all. Um, And the first kind of arc of Dragon Ball is them uh, meeting and kind of like coming over, like you know, because they're all besides Bulma and Goku enemies at first. Yamcha's a bad guy. He wants Dragon Balls for himself so right, he can get right. a girlfriend. Yeah, um, it's like Oolong, a bandit. Yeah, yeah. Oolong is uh is like when they find him, he's in a town, uh, you know, stealing young maidens, uh, you know, and um, yeah, back when back when Yamcha mattered exactly. Uh, <laughs> And, you know, they just kind of eventually become pals. Uh, along the way, they meet the turtle hermit, Master Roshi, who gives Goku the Nimbus Cloud, Flying Nimbus, mm-hmm. uh, which is also something that Sun Wukong, the West, Sun Goku yeah. had. Jo- yeah, the, the fucking Flying Cloud. Um, and uh, they their main bad guy was... Uh, what the fuck is that little dude's name? There's Mai, and then the fox guy... And then I keep, I want to say I, Pilaf, Pilaf, Emperor Pilaf. Thank you. Uh, I, I, Thanks, I get Pilaf and Garlic, Garlic Jr. fucking stuck in my head because they look pretty much the same. But yeah, so so Emperor Pilaf and uh, his like little, you know, cronies and he wants the Dragon Balls to like become king of the world or whatever. Uh, and uh, late in that saga, you find out that when Goku sees the full moon, he turns into a rampaging uh, psychotic Dick 50 bag. foot gorilla. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they cut off his tail and, uh, you know, before Pilaf can make his wish, Oolong jumps in and wishes for a pe- the most comfortable pair of panties in the world <laughs> and proceeds to wear them on his head. Um, and then that's when, uh, like, the whole journey to the West thing is kind of over. And honestly, I, I kind of think this is where, like, you know Toriyama hasn't said but I think this is kind of where Toriyama wanted to end it you know just haha we had a good time uh, wasn't that Oolong dumb and funny and then yeah yeah like he's like yeah. you get it it was journey to the west but but not really it was just dumb mm-hmm. and the thing is is that like again that arc didn't do very well uh, as far as like manga readers go like mm-hmm. people just didn't really care 
Um, so then he decided to send Goku off to uh, Master Roshi's place, Turtle Hermit Island or Kami Island or whatever. And uh, Kame, sorry, not Kami. And um, that's where Krillin is introduced. So now Goku has a rival. And at first, like, Krillin's like a piece of shit. Right. Like, I don't know if you remember, um, like, Krillin being a piece of shit, but, like, he was he was very proud of himself because he was uh, he was from Shaolin Temple or something like that, um, but he was constantly picked on by everybody there for being so short and not having a nose. Uh, and it is it is like canon that Krillin doesn't have a nose, <laughs> which is fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, like I don't know if you do you remember the fight between him and like the stinky guy? Not at all. <laughs> okay, so I think it was the first Tenkaichi Budokai tournament. Um, he was up against, like, this dude whose, like, main power was that he fucking smelled like shit. And, uh, <laughs> and Krillin's like, he what? Would, like, he would, well, he would, he was sending out these, like, farts and, like, you know, odors and stuff like that. And Krillin was, like, freaking out. And then Goku's like, Krillin, you don't have a nose. <laughs> and Krillin's like, oh, yeah. I don't <laughs> like, and then he just goes and starts fucking kicking ass. Um, so yeah, so so Goku and Krillin go through these these crazy training routines, and then they go to the World Martial Arts Tournament. Um, and Master Roshi goes in and you know pretends to be Jackie Chun and uh, wins by a hair. Like like you know Goku and him, I think they they kamehameha themselves like each other mm-hmm. or something like that or no no what it was it was a kick it was a flying kick and it was just because master roshi was a little bit taller than goku mm. uh that he was able to to pull it off so that was and, and that was like the the introduction of the kamehameha i think was a, a big fucking deal um which again i i'm not entirely sure what the whole deal with the kamehameha is because it it's Named after the king of Hawaii, <laughs> like the old the old king of Hawaii, Kamehameha. Yeah. Uh, I I and I guess maybe because it's a wave, you know, in Hawaiian surf, like, <laughs> like stereotypically, <laughs> like I don't, I'm not entirely sure, but I, it was fucking. I cool. feel like maybe we're giving too much credit to Toriyama here. He must he might have just been like that. Sounds like a cool word. <laughs> No, no way. He definitely knew about King Kamehameha. Uh, like uh, Japan and Hawaii. No, I, mean, a, I know he ties. knew about him. Like, <laughs> but yeah, maybe it was because like he, Master Roshi was on an island and Hawaii is an island. Like, that fuck, seems likely know. to me. Yeah, that's a possibility yeah. as to why. I mean, or again, maybe... remember this guy made the wish be the softest panties in the world. Like we, for as great as Toriyama is, we don't need to delve that deep. I don't think. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's maybe Kame ha, or Kame has a thing. Um, so in Hawaiian, it means loneliness. So this is this is what I was just gonna say. Kame means turtle in Japanese, and, and since Master Roshi is the turtle her- hermit, Toriyama wanted to include the word into his special move. Uh, the name that Toriyama ended up with was the Kame Hameha, the name of the first king of Hawaii, by the suggestion of of his wife. Oh, there you so go. That's how. That, look at that. There's the facts. That's why people come. Um, they yeah, come to so, to watch us use Google to tell them things. Hell yeah. People people don't want to do it themselves. I don't blame yeah, you. So, I, I didn't do it. I waited for you to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So after that, uh, if I remember correctly, 
Goku uh, sets off on his own, and I don't remember exactly why. I think he's just going to, like, travel the world. Either that or he's trying to get to Korin's tower, but that might be season four. Um, but I know he gets involved with the evil Red Ribbon Army, who comes right. back from time to time. Um, and I, I wasn't a huge fan of that. You know, he fights, like, he fights General, you know, Blue and Silver and, like, all these guys. And then uh, eventually, like, there was, like, a tower and, like, he meets this, like, young girl. And, like, again, this this one's, like, not my favorite. Um, and I don't remember exactly how it ended. Uh, but I believe the next arc, it was with the ninja guy, right? It was, like, uh, fucking... Um, the crane hermit's brother or something like that that was the that was also the arc where goku stuffed his fucking power pull up the ninja's ass <laughs> i don't know if you remember that the, i the vaguely like you said that and i'm like that sparks a memory for me <laughs> i'm pretty sure there's a scene in it where he's on all fours jumping around and the power pull is actually stuck in his ass like while it's happening <laughs> um that might have been that might have been when he was going for Corrin Tower. I know that he re gets the Dragon Balls together because there's a young boy who is a very stereotypical looking uh, Native American, and his dad, who's also a very stereotypical looking, like they have like feathers in their headbands. Um, his dad dies. There it is. That's Musashi, right? That was the name of the fucking ninja. I do not remember, but Thank that is so a much. great gif. Yeah, yeah, and then after that, he literally jumps around with that thing stuck in his ass. Um, so yeah, Musashi was part of the Red Ribbon Army. Uh, you know, if I'm wrong, like, go ahead and be mad. Uh, but you know, whatever. Um, and yeah, there was General Tao. That's what it was. General Tao was like the final fight, I think. Um, and Goku ended up like blowing him up with a fucking grenade. Uh, but he comes back later. Um, and then eventually, uh, Tien Shinhan and Chaozu are introduced and they are the main uh competitors for goku and krillin in the um world martial the second world martial arts tournament and if i am correct did goku fucking lose i think he lost again i think the whole idea uh was that like you know goku didn't win until the end um Okay, so that's what I thought. Yeah, so he loses. He loses to uh, thanks, Bronte. Or maybe he loses to fucking Jackie Chun again. I don't fucking remember. He, he sort of had anyway. like an Ash Ketchum style of uh, fighting, you know? Yeah, yeah. Tien was like Tien was like a big bad guy. Um, so Masarushi students head off to compete in the next world. Uh, Tien Shinhan and Chaozu compete as well, but they're out for blood. Um, yeah, final final match was Goku versus Tien. Um, victory's edge let's see wow this is great you get like a s <laughs> dude so many people like are, are just they just fucking love the show anyway so yeah so so what happened after all of that and the end of dragon ball uh, we didn't even mention chi chi and the ox king um the oh ox my, king forgot, also is honestly a, a total rip from uh journey to the west fire mountain yep. where he lived was yep. a total rip uh i believe even the fan that put out the mountain uh, was a total rip, um, but Goku like basically promised to marry Chi Chi like on a whim, um, and when she was like a little girl, she wore like a little bikini and armor and had like a fucking thing on her head, or she could like throw it. It was like a boomerang fucking slice weapon. <laughs> uh, so there was that, 
And then, like, Piccolo Jr. comes back, and it's, like, a big deal uh, because, like, this is after, like, Goku meets Kami and uh, after the whole Korin Temple thing. um, And, like, Piccolo Jr.'s come back to, like, destroy the world because he's the evil half of Kami. Remember, like, Kami's the Namek who lives up on on top of uh, the fucking, like, stick. yeah, yeah. That's like connected to a floating palace. Yep. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like Kami took the evil half of himself out and it grew up into a person. Uh, so Goku has to fight Piccolo and uh, Goku is a big guy now. So he fights Piccolo. He ends up winning, uh, even though Piccolo like barfs out an egg in the end. It's like super gross. Uh, <laughs> Piccolo barfs out an egg and then Piccolo Jr. is born out of evil King Piccolo. And that's kind of the end. And and Chi-Chi's like, hey, remember you said you were going to marry me? And Goku's like, okay. And then they just like fly off. That's the end of Dragon Ball, right? Yep. Again, I'm pretty sure Toriyama <laughs> wanted to fucking stop here, uh, but did not. Um, so Dragon Ball Z starts up with, with fucking Gohan. Yeah, Gohan is born. Nobody's fucking met him. Like this is a, Like Goku is such a weird character. You know, like, like well, he, yeah, he, he because he up doesn't make a ton of sense. <laughs> no, like nothing he does makes any fucking sense. Like he, him and Chi Chi just like moved off to the wilderness. Yeah, uh, had a kid. They were just like, see anybody let's for, go off the grid and never see anybody. <laughs> yeah, they didn't see anybody for like five years. You know, uh, and um, or like tell anybody that they had a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like nothing you know it's 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 very strange and again i think this is because akira toriyama was making this shit up as he went like this wasn't a there was no plan right like like when when you look at one piece uh, there's so obviously a humongous plot and plan from beginning to end like oda will take a break here and there to really get it together to make sure that, you know, you know, he knows like how he's going to get from point A to point B every six years or something like that. But fucking there are characters that are mentioned in the first arc that don't show up for another 300 chapters but like they're alluded to here and there like it's very obvious that oda has a fucking plan mm-hmm. like oda set all of this shit up it, whereas in dragon ball z it just it none of it makes any fucking sense right because <laughs> in dragon ball goku is a very strong but normal human he's a human being it isn't until dragon ball z where all of a sudden goku is a fucking alien <laughs> like so so all the journey to the west stuff just take that out like all the fantasy take it out this is now science fiction yep cuz cuz even with like piccolo and like you know king piccolo and all that stuff we're still very fantasy oriented yeah um yeah it's a world where there is weird technology like the capsule corp and well yeah all i was going to say like you know bulma was always doing crazy shit you know yeah, like the, but she's the, a super genius. Yeah, yeah, and she has like the dragon ball finder, whatever the whatever the fuck. The it's dragon called. radar. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like how yeah. the fuck does that work? 
yeah, it's just, it's a very interesting world that Akira Toriyama, because Akira Toriyama, like, Toriyama likes drawing fucking machines. Like, that's his favorite thing to draw, is machines, and he's fucking good at it. Um, which is why you get all this cool, like, side artwork and, like, you know, stuff of, like, Bulma in this, like, really detailed helicopter or on this really sick-ass motorcycle and, like, all that stuff, you know? Um, so, I mean, maybe... Uh, Toriyama's idea was like, if I turn this into complete science fiction, maybe I'll be able to draw more machines. It just like didn't work out that way because like the fucking Saiyan ships, like how boring is it that? It's just a fucking ball, you know? <laughs> like it's, like it's just a fucking actual ball that drops onto the planet. <laughs> um, so yeah, so so all of a sudden, uh, you know, Goku goes to hang out with his buddies, and his long lost brother Raditz shows up. And is like, hey, I'm an alien, you're an alien, we're from the planet Vegeta, uh, and I'm super duper fucking strong, and like, you're like, you're like the bitch class, because like, that's the other thing too, is like, Saiyans have like, different classes, and all the Saiyans of X class look the same, mm-hmm. which is why Goku looks exactly like his dad, Bardock, yep. uh, it's it's so fucking dumb. Uh, like, <laughs> but as a kid, I was like, okay, this is sick. And then you know, so the only way to because Raditz is like this, uh, it's like fucking like what, like three episodes that Raditz is around, maybe Something five. Like that. Yeah, it, tops. They they probably you know it probably should have been three, but then they there was some yelling. I don't remember exactly, but it was like so. So fucking Goku's Goku shows up to the island. Raditz shows up, steals Gohan, and like is like you're gonna fight me or or else. Uh, and, and 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 he's all confused as to why the Earth is still around, even though Goku was sent there. And then I think that's like when we find out that Goku's fucking <laughs> brain damaged, <laughs> which I guess makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Because like when, it, when, it, it works in the canon, you know. Yeah, you don't have to Although retcon ret- much in there. Yeah, yeah. Like the the only retconning that was done was that like what like Goku's grandpa Gohan found him in a spaceship, uh, and like Goku was like a piece of shit, like wild feral fucking child, uh, until he fell off a cliff and hit his head, <laughs> and uh, just became lobotomized basically <laughs> like, he got like a fucking lobotomy became very passive and sweet <laughs> and uh everything was good from then on until the full moon came out and go kusai and smushed his grandpa yeah um so the only way for goku to defeat raditz because they don't they just don't have time is to team up with piccolo jr who uh just i guess he dropped the junior at some point and uh, Goku puts Raditz in a lock, and Piccolo, you know, pulls out his new fucking dope ass move, the the beam cannon. Uh, right? There's, I know it's special beam cannon. Yeah, it's a I, I was like, I know there's cannon. a. I was like, I know there's a special name. Well, for you see, it. he's got like, a regular oh, yeah. beam cannon that he just uses, you know, like to open cans and whatnot. But this mm-hmm. one's special. Yeah, and I mean, and, and at this point, like the energy blasts and stuff like that, I really don't know. I don't know if if Dragon Ball Z like invented this shit, or or what. Uh, I doubt it because I I can't I can't think of anything 
prior to Dragon Ball Z that had something like a Hadoken, you know? Like, I just, uh, I can't, I just, nothing comes to mind like, that's earlier than 19, uh, or 1986. Well, how, how old is the Hadoken? Uh, n- it's older than that, or it's not older than that. Uh, Street Fighter 1 came out in 1987. So yeah, like, Street Fighter 1 uh, straight ripped the Hadoken from Dragon Ball Z. Hmm, hmm, hmm. And Street Fighter One was shit, and nobody liked it. Like Street Fighter <laughs> One was bad, 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 bad. It was it like, like the way that you played it is like there was like a a big pad that you had to actually punch <laughs> to like, and the harder you punched it, the harder your character hit. It was and That's it was funny. only Ryu and Ken. Yeah, it was it was really very strange. Um, but yeah, so I don't I don't know, I don't like, I mean I guess yeah I mean American superheroes were doing it. Ultraman Spacium Beam was 1966. Yeah, but Ultraman's like a robot. Like, see that's so that's what I was thinking is that the for, as Spacium Cannon 1974. So yes, that's that is where the Hadoken quote unquote came from was uh, the cannon from Battleship Yamada. That was the idea for it. So, like, basically, when Space Battleship Yamato got really fucked up, it had this super beam cannon uh, that would, you know, it was like it was like its emergency fucking weapon, right? You know. Well, so, but as far as a human character shooting one, I like other than Cyclops from the X Men, right. which was you know back in the sixties, seventies. I can't really think of any anime stuff that was really doing that before Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, well, so, I mean, they're, they're essentially, like, like, chi blasts, right? Yeah, chi or ki. Or ki. Uh, chi is Chinese, ki is Japanese. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's your, it's your inner, it's your inner strength. It's the energy that flows within your body directed but, and targeted outwards. was copied from Journey to the West. Oh, was it? Yeah. Who who was throwing fucking Hadoukens in Journey to the West? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know exactly, but like <laughs> the idea of like of uh like key blasts or, or or chi blast was Journey to the West. That was a copy over to okay. Dragon Ball. Well, then it's so it's been a long time that these have existed. This is very interesting. This is why you come for that in the comedy. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, but the key blast, but like you got to think about how everything that we just talked about had already happened in Japan and we weren't getting it until 1998 like a, like a decade later <laughs> yeah and and the way that it changed modern pop culture is fucking insane it, it like everybody knows kamehameha you know everybody knows the fucking energy blast like every, yeah, like everybody knows fucking goku and the super saiyan like that we haven't even gotten to super saiyan bro so uh goku goku sacrifices himself to kill raditz and save save his son uh piccolo grabs it and and they find out that like more saiyans are coming um cuz that's the name of like goku's race and raditz's race so the saiyans from planet vegeta more more saiyans are coming um so they all have to prepare uh, which, you know, includes Yamcha and Tien, Shinhan, Chaozu, and Krillin. 
Um, and Goku, it, they're going to wish Goku back to life. And Goku's like, hey, just wait. Give it a, give it a bit because I'm, you know, I'm in hell now. Uh, and he's in, he's in Buddhist afterlife. Basically, right. he goes and he meets King Yama yep. uh, or King Yenma. You know, we, we went over him in what? One of our videos. It was one of our recent videos, too, wasn't it? King Yenma? Uh... No, you know what it was? It was uh, it was the video that we did for Mini Katana. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, because uh, Zoro had the Enma Blade. So, yeah, so basically the, the Buddhist king of hell is is King Yama, King Enma, King whatever. It's it, all different fucking languages. Um, so Goku meets him, and he gets to go down the special snake way, uh, which when you when we were kids, Goku was on snake way, forever like it was like an entire season of this motherfucker running and running and running and running and running and running it was basically forrest gump you know yeah yeah meanwhile we're stuck with fucking gohan and piccolo for the most of this and like i don't know this is my own personal opinion i know a lot of people felt differently than i did i fuck and and, and still do i fucking hate gohan and I know that a lot of people love Gohan, and I think that's because for a lot of people, the first season of Dragon Ball Z that they saw was the Cell Saga. And I can understand loving Gohan if the Cell Saga was the first thing that you saw, because he w- was really cool in that. You know, the, the first showing of Super Saiyan 2 and what yeah, it could yeah. do, and the father-son Kamehameha, that was a big deal. But, like, I grew up with this Gohan, this like whiny <laughs> bitch Gohan who just cried and cried and cried he and cried and cried really and cried. really shitty at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> and then he got the fucking, he got the mushroom cut. He got the, like, the, <laughs> the mushroom he got, like, cut. <laughs> he got the fucking Korean fuckboy hair. Dude, he's four and his like, dad just died. Yeah, so what? This is anime. <laughs> yeah, this is Dragon Ball, dude. This is Dragon Ball Z, man. We don't want whiny kids. Unless they're getting the shit kicked out of them. Uh, and even then, it's like, don't whine. Get back up and fight. Just be like, ah, I'm going to fight no matter what. And that, and thank you, Fragile. Even when he grew up, he was still a fucking piece of shit. I hate Gohan so much. <laughs> He's the biggest disappointment. And everybody's like, no, 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 no. He followed his own dreams. He really did. He just he wanted to be a scholar. He's a lover, not a fighter. And I'm like, then get him out of this show. Everybody in this show is a fighter. <laughs> you know? Like... Come on, it's a show about fighting. Yeah, he's a he's a mama's boy. Um, I mean, we haven't even talked about how psychotic Chi-Chi is. Uh, but anyway, I mean, it, it, she isn't. She isn't. I guess because when she was a kid, she was a fighter. She was one of the world's strongest. Uh, you know, she she did well in the World Martial Arts Tournament when she fought. Like she went toe to toe with Goku. Yeah. Um, and then, like, when she got married, she was like, nope, that shit's over. You know, she's like, Goku, you're not fucking fighting anymore. Go make money. <laughs> How many times she asked him to make money? <laughs> Goku has never made a dime in his life. <laughs> That's why they live out a... in the woods, dude, because they can't Yeah, they can't afford anything else. Yeah, no, for real. Like, and Chi-Chi's always fucking bitching about it, too. And it makes sense. I mean, it sucks. She was a princess, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, but yeah, like, I don't think it's until... Dragon, like the opening of Dragon Ball Super that Goku ever made a fucking dime in his life. And even then, I don't know if he got paid that day because I think he broke the tractor. But yeah, fucking Vegeta and uh, Nappa show up on Earth. And Vegeta is the... He's 
again, when I was a kid, I hated Vegeta because he was so mean. Um, but he's the baddest of asses. And oh, yeah. He's, he has a very fragile ego. Um, he's easily he, the best written character in the entire show. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know what it... I think, again, judging by how Toriyama felt about the manga at this point, I feel like he wrote Vegeta to get his own feelings out <laughs> about how much he fucking hated fucking the rest of the characters. He's just like, can I, I just want to kill all of you. Um, but yeah, so, so Vegeta shows up. He's this little dude. He's got like the craziest widow peak in the world. Um, and he's just, him and Nappa are fucking monsters. And, um, Nappa, like, I mean, he fucking kills Yamcha. <laughs> like, he just, like, boom. Yamcha's just fucking dead, dude. <laughs> like, like, I think it was, like, immediate. Um, he kills Yamcha. He, I think he kills Tien, too, right? I, I can't, uh... I think all of them die. Yeah, it, like, Yamcha, Tien, um, and then Piccolo dies, too, because we're still fucking waiting for Goku to come back. Welcome to the rest of the series. It's, it's, it's just, just waiting. waiting for Goku. Yeah. yeah, it's just waiting for Goku to show up. It's like you're in line, at, or you're just sitting in a waiting room at a doctor's office, and yeah. Doctor Goku is taking his sweet ass time. Yeah, it's it's yeah no really like that's a perfect analogy for it. Like, mm-hmm. and this I mean this one was pretty wild though because it was serious because literally all of them got killed Ch- uh Tzu fucking committed suicide by blowing himself up uh tian fucking dies uh piccolo dies saving gohan and that's when everybody's like oh i guess piccolo really is a good guy after all you know and then um i think uh i can't remember but i'm pretty sure krillin dies no krillin does not die krillin doesn't die okay so so they all they all fucking go up to you know to hell and uh goku and and i don't know Goku beats up Nappa, and then Vegeta's like, Nappa, you're fucking useless, and then blows up Nappa. Goku's like, what a dick. Uh, And then they, you know, they do the fighting, and fucking Vegeta turns into a monkey on purpose, uh, which is like a new thing. And, uh, you know, Gohan is trying his best, but, you know, he's fucking Gohan, so he's useless uh, (laughs) until the Cell Saga, and then after the Cell Saga, he's He's fucking fucking useless again. again. He he turns it on for a solid three episodes. Dude, remember the fucking (laughs) Z-Sword? Z-Sword? You don't remember the Z-Sword, dude? Uh, Shit gets so convoluted in the Buarks, but, like, eventually, Gohan, like, he gets the Z-Sword. It's, like, the ultimate sword. I'm pretty sure it fucking breaks, I don't remember that at all. If I'm not, I, I think up. it's because they fucking broke it, dude. Like, I don't, I don't, again, it's Z like. sword. Yeah, this is when he was up uh, training with, like, Supreme Kai and Grand Kai. The legendary like, Z-sword. Yeah, the, the Z-sword, dude. It, and, uh, like, tell me that that's why they called it Dragon Ball Z is because of this fucking sword. Don't I don't they, remember this sword at all. Doesn't it break? Somebody tell me. Somebody tell me what happened to the Z sword. I swear to God, Gohan fucking broke it. I don't fuck. I don't fucking know, dude. Anyway, but like <laughs> again, it's just he was making it up as he went, dude. He was making it up as he went. <laughs> he sure fucking so, was. So they beat they beat Vegeta up, um, but don't kill him. Vegeta takes off, uh, and that's when the whole 
Frieza saga starts off. And like this shit is pretty fucking cool, right? Like Frieza is fucking cool. Frieza's like uh, the Frieza's the arc everybody knows. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, and Frieza is a bad guy that's like Oh, when Trunks uh, Bronte says uh the moment 13-year-old me was in love was when Trunks like just like fucking walked this like when he just does the lean and he the just sword, tilts like, and the sword flies sheath. yeah right into Dude, the sheath yeah th- like teen trunks future trunks was my favorite character for the longest time like budokai like that's what i was playing tenkaichi that's what i was playing I was playing future trunks like we're we'll get into all of this shit um and i think like you know we, we could probably stop with the story uh, at at the at the Frieza arc and like get into the rest of that shit <laughs> for <laughs> fucking next week. Um, so yeah, so so Frieza is the baddest motherfucker in the galaxy. He's like a kingpin, but he's also a warlord. Uh, he, he's, he's also like he's kind of uh, a uh, uh, like a Genghis Khan style guy, but of aliens. Yeah. And, like, he, he, his whole deal is, like, selling planets, basically. So, like, the Saiyans, he had the, the real Saiyans under market. his thumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not in the, we're not in the fucking burger business. We're in the real estate business. <laughs> <laughs> He's the reason the uh, housing market's so bad right now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So, so Frieza, like, he had the whole Saiyan race under his fucking thumb. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Basically, what he did is he, he would use them to, as as like destruction seeds, by sending their babies out to out to habited planets that were good for the market. And basically, what these like Saiyans were supposed to do is just kind of run wild and kill everybody on the planet, and then the planet was fresh to sell. Um, that's what was supposed to happen with Earth, but fucking Goku. <laughs> turned into a derpy derp and fucking fell on his head and uh, didn't fucking fulfill his goal and now is instead a warrior of justice. Um, so part of the reason, though, that Frieza did this was because he actually feared the Saiyans because there was the legend of the Super Saiyan uh, who was the most powerful thing in all of the galaxy and he didn't want it to happen. Um, so instead, uh, like, basically, like, he made a he made he cut his losses and he destroyed planet vegeta um leaving only a few saiyans scattered throughout the galaxy uh including raditz nappa vegeta and kakarot who is goku um and now obviously nappa's dead uh fucking raditz is dead you know there's other ones that are in the movies like um uh like like broly and uh you know what what is what's fucking what's the other dude's name can't remember it yep me either the other, the other guy who looked j- turles oh uh yeah. turles yeah turles from fucking uh triamite etc etc but like they're not canon so it doesn't really matter so there's a basically because piccolo died the the dragon balls on planet earth went away uh because piccolo and Kami are the same person. So they, they like when one dies, the other dies and Kami is the, you know, Kami of the fucking planet. So he made the dragon balls. When he dies, the dragon balls go away. So how are you going to wish everybody back to life? Cause you got to wish everybody back to life. Cause Yamcha and Tien and Chiaotzu are so fucking useful. Um, well, Piccolo is and Piccolo had died. So you do need Piccolo back. So they find out that, uh, you know, Piccolo and Kami are actually Namekian, 
you know, they're, they don't just happen to look like weird plant people. Um, <laughs> they don't just so, look green for no reason and have, like, yeah. tentacles coming out of their heads. <laughs> Regenerative powers and all of that. Yeah. Uh, so Bulma builds a spaceship, and uh, she and Krillin and Gohan go ahead and fly to Namek to try and get the Namekian Dragon Balls before, uh, to wish people back to life, Because right? they don't wouldn't... know fucking... Huh? I was just gonna say, because why wouldn't Namek also have Dragon Balls? Well, that's because that's the Namekians made the Dragon Balls. That's where they like. That's where the idea. Oh, really? Kind of came I don't from. think I knew that. Yeah, yeah. the The only reason the Dragon Balls existed on planet Earth was because Kami was a Namekian. I see. And Namekians make Dragon Balls. Gotcha. Um, or special Namekians can. But anyway, so they go out to do that, not knowing that Frieza has also found out about the Dragon Balls because of Vegeta. So they're they're on their way there and it's fucking boring <laughs> again because it's just them and you're just waiting for Goku to fucking get back. But Goku's all fucked up from his fight with Vegeta uh, and you got to wait for him to heal. And then he heads out after them on this ship that has like uh, fucking, you know, you can put, put the gravity up to like 100 times Earth's gravity. So like he trains all the way to Namek. Um and and they all so Vegeta, Bulma, Krillin, and Gohan, and Frieza, they all show up on Namek at the same time. And Namek is like this really peaceful planet, you know. There's just like pockets of of Namekians. Yeah, they're that probably are socialist, around. you know. Like, <laughs> I think they're more like tribalists, honestly. Like they don't really have like a bunch of technology, but that's also because they're like a super powerful race of, of beings that, you know, they, they they're, got like they're sort of like powers. space elves, you know, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like, we don't have technology because we realize we don't need technology. Not because we couldn't yeah, have yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. We're better. We're better than that. Exactly. We're um, one with nature, but also dragon mm-hmm. balls. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they show up and it becomes a race for, to collect all the Dragon Balls, because Frieza, Vegeta, Frieza's after him for his own reason, become the most powerful, invincible thing in the universe. Vegeta's after him for the same reason, uh, and you know the other people just want their friends back. So that's when you meet like the Ginyu Force, uh, and they're fucking goofy as shit. And then Captain Ginyu is like his big thing is that he can like transfer bodies with people. Um. Which, so, and, and uh, finally Goku gets there, and that immediately, Goku gets his body kidnapped by fucking Captain Ginyu. Um, and, like, Goku ends up, like, in, in, in before fucking Ginyu does it, he stabs himself through the, through the chest. So he's, like, his original body's all fucked up, and then Goku ends up in that, and he's like, no, nah, it's me, it's Goku, oh, oh, you know? <laughs> um, and then shit's just going downhill, uh, Namek is, like, getting fucked up. A lot of Namekians die. Uh, and then... And, and, like, you know, Vegeta tries fighting Frieza. Yeah. And they're, and Goku and Vegeta are doing pretty well against Frieza. And then Frieza changes his form. And then Frieza's which like, becomes, it's not even my final form. And then... Yeah, yes, exactly. Uh, and that's where, that's, like, where you get into, like, the next Dragon Ball trope of, like, the forms. Uh, and changing your form... Which has also become, like, an anime trope and uh, a pop culture, like, juggernaut trope uh, is, is changing into, like, this greater form. I mean, you know, 
They even do it in One Piece with the uh, the fucking animal, whatever you call them. I can't remember uh, the name off the top of my head, but they, they turn into like Sulongs or something like that. Or they're fucking nuts. Vegeta, when he, or uh, when Frieza turns into his next form, that really ugly one, where mm-hmm. he looks like kind of like a really fucked up vibrator, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he fucking like starts kicking Vegeta's ass, he's kicking Gohan's ass, he's kicking uh, Krillin's ass, and then I believe... I think it is with that form. I don't know. One way or another, he kills Krillin. And that is the, like, that's when Goku fucking loses his shit. Uh, And, like... Dude, doesn't this form sort of look like an alien, though? Like, maybe he's part of the Greys or something. Oh no, he looks like he looks like alien from aliens. Like or You know what? You're alien. right. He looks like the yeah. HR Geiger alien, yeah, in his second form. Um which is probably that's probably not a coincidence yeah. because Alien was huge and it was very influential uh on the Japanese. They loved it. Um But yeah, so when Krillin dies First of all, I cried when I was a kid when Krillin died, because I fucking loved Krillin, and that was like a huge fucking deal. Um, so I understand why Goku was so fucking upset. Um, and so, so Krillin's fucking dead. Uh, Goku loses his shit and goes Super Saiyan, uh, which is uh, like Frieza's biggest fear in the entire world. Frieza's in his final form. Like, he's never fucking been like this before. He's never had to fucking go this hard before. In fact, Frieza, like, one of the most interesting things uh, that you learn about Frieza later like much much later in, in super is that Frieza never trained. Yeah, he and, was like, just that's... naturally that good. Yeah. So like when Fre- like it, it, like he didn't even know how to train. Yeah. So like in super when he actually trains, he's like just as powerful as like a super saiyan god ascended super saiyan right <laughs> just again like he just gets so fucking stupid i can't wait till next week where you can just talk about how fucking stupid it is <laughs> um and uh so so frieza throws a death bomb at planet name uh, planet namek uh and uh, obviously like the people have been wished back or at least piccolo has been wished back i don't remember exactly but piccolo did get wished back um so the dragon balls are back on earth and everything's all good but uh, Frieza throws a death bomb at the planet, and, like, the planet is, like, it's fucking exploding all around. There's lava, like, mixing in with the fucking water. Goku's Super Saiyan. Krillin's fucking dead. Like, Gohan and Bulma are just, like, trying to get the fuck out of there. And, uh, you know, with one last fucking blast, Goku just, like, blows Frieza to shit. <laughs> like, just, like, completely fucking destroys the shit out of him. And then the planet blows up. Uh, the good guys get away looks like goku's dead again uh and and that's the end of the fucking the fucking frieza saga next time <laughs> on the bonsai podcast but anyway uh ty yeah it's been a minute uh so how was uh your anime week Uh, I, I've basically I've put all anime on hold so that I can get this hunter hunter script out because I'm 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 basically going through the important episodes of Hunter Hunter and then fast forwarding through the the ones that don't have Gon and Kilua doing important shit. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. So I, I I did like seventy five episodes last week of Hunter damn. Hunter. Oh, yeah. Shit. So it's it's, wow. it's like a lot, you know. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
So yeah. I, I just got to the beginning of the Chimera Ant arc. So I'm I'm getting mm-hmm. through it because I don't think I need to go. I, I need to go a little bit past the Chimera Ant arc because I want to get like when, when Gones hurt and then Kiowa does all that shit to like save him, you know? Yeah. So fuck yeah. Uh, basically, I have shit that I want to watch. I really want to catch up on um the uh, uh Devil is a Part Timer that's coming out now. You know that's a big one that I want to watch. I think. Doesn't, uh, like, Overlord start coming out soon? I know that the next season is queued, but I think that might be a fall release. Hold on, let me, let me, let me pull up what's what's coming out right now. But, but yeah, the big one for that. me that I, that I want to start watching is, uh... Nah, dude, uh, Overlord 4, July 5th. Oh, so it's already been so coming out. So it's already out. coming out. Great. Yeah. Good. So I, I have to catch up on Overlord. Uh, I have to catch up on uh, Devil's a Part-Timer. Those are my two big ones, I think, for this uh, for this uh, Dude, season. That's so awesome that Overlord is out. I fucking love that. Oh, and show. then uh, 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 Maiden Abyss Season 2 is coming out right now, too, right? Okay. So I, I don't know. No, it is. <laughs> I haven't it watched. Is. I've been reading One Piece. I think. That's all I've been doing is reading One. I'm almost done, uh, and then I'm gonna read Bastard. Yeah. So um, I, I have I have a good number of things that I need to catch up on. I just I've been fucking busy, basically trying to get this. Uh, it's gonna be a big video. It's. It, I have at least fucking I don't know seven or eight pages of just notes. Nice. You know, like let me open that's, it really that's quick. That's new. That's good. I am on page eight of notes. Yeah. Hell yeah. And I, and I still have to get through the Chimera Ant arc, which is going to be massive in terms of, like, that relationship, you know? Yeah. So th- this yeah. could be our first, like, hour-plus video. We'll see. Damn. Okay. Yeah, and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm getting ready to, like, really, like, finish up cross-game and get that, like, done. done. Awesome. Um... Yeah, like I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it coming back. Um, so that's good. I got my sleep schedule on track. Hell yeah, dude. At 7 a.m. You, you were up today. Yeah. I was stoked about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been up at 7 for the last like six days in a row, I think. Um, so it just sucks because I can't go out and exercise because it's fucking, it's so hot. But, um, you know, losing weight still, I'm, I'm down to 167. Dude, nice. Finally I've... into the 160s. I've been fucking myself and not eating well recently, and I have to get back on the eating well train. It happens. Honestly, I've just found a... I've just found a way to, like, make salads really fucking tasty. What are you doing? Like, so I... There's two types of chicken that I like to put in it. I put in um, one that's basically uh, olive oil, salt, um, onion powder, garlic powder, and, like, that chicken... Like, and then put it in the air fryer... And it just, like, all that just gets sucked into the chicken. Just makes it, like, it's super simple, but it's really, really, really good. Um, And then the other, what I do with the rest of the chicken is I'll put it in a Ziploc bag and just fill it with, uh, like, uh, Italian Romano dressing. Mm -hmm. And let that sit for a couple days. And then when that air fries, it's, like... basically. Yeah, yeah. But when when you use that... You put it in a salad that's like half like green leaf mix and then half spinach, um, uh, red, orange, and green peppers, uh, cherry tomatoes, bunch of cucumbers, uh, fresh mozzarella, 
I chopped up fresh mozzarella into little squares and then a bunch of Kalamata olives, dude. The Kalamata olives fucking make it. And then you just chop up a, a bunch of chicken on top and then use the uh, Italian dressing. And it's like, it's fucking delicious, dude. Like, I can't get enough of it. I've been eating that for months now. <laughs> at this wow. Point. Um, yeah, so it's really good. We, we have very different ways of making salads. Because I've been doing oh, something yeah. similar yet totally different. <laughs> I'm like a kitchen sink salad guy. Like I like to put, I mean, oh me too, me too. I would, I would way prefer uh, chef salad, but like all the red meat and stuff like that, just like isn't that good for you? I've been doing uh, spinach salads with turkey and uh, like smoked turkey and peppered. No, peppered turkey, smoked chicken. I don't remember. It's one or the other. Uh, Okay. In, in the salads uh, with provolone cheese and uh, and I put so like I, I slice up dill pickles really really thinly and throw some of that in there and onion and then I make my own uh, like dressing sort of thing by mixing some mayo and olive oil and it gives you like a nice fatty dressing with no carbs it's really good for keto okay uh yeah. I've been doing something similar but different, basically. Mine's more of like a Mediterranean. Yeah, mine mine doesn't have Mediterranean kind of a, stuff. It's more Americanized, if anything. Yeah, but yeah, it's uh, so just eating that and then exercising. Um, I got some uh, I got some urban blades okay. for like exercise. They are so much better than what I was using before. Um, they're like fucking, they're like tanks on your feet. But uh, they got three wheels, three like uh, big fucking big ass wheels on them. They go super fast uh, and they give you a good workout. But I, it's been way too hot. I, like I can't, I just can't go out. Like I'll fucking pass out, especially with the heat the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so for me, all I've been doing is uh, reading One Piece. I'm really, really like I'm like 50 chapters away from wrapping up again, um, which is just been like it's been a really nice time. It's been a it's been really comforting um, reading that again because it's, it's so good, and I would love to make content on it. Like I, we should make content on it. I just want to figure it out because that one One Piece video that we did did really fucking good, and I would love to continue that series. Uh, but figuring out how to do it in a way that is cost efficient as well as um, possible, <laughs> you know, like if we were to do just manga for every single one, it would be very difficult, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but also I think it is a good crossover series because like a lot of people love one piece and a lot of people have watched it. And if we just, if we do just go arc by arc, you know, that's, it, it that's a manageable. lot of fucking content. Yeah, yeah. For the future. Um, but yeah, one piece is just so fucking good. Like after you're done with uh, hunter hunter, I really it's, hope it's that my you next kind of dive in. Yeah. It's my next um, read for sure is is one piece because I, I i think it's a good idea for us to cover it and if we if we can do manga with maybe little snippets of anime you know see what yeah. we can get away and, with and we have um <laughs> i know that we didn't do uh more than one watch party this month um but we did bring out some some videos uh, or some movies for the watch party this month that i found that i was really excited about and i think after uh one piece i'm just gonna start watching some like weird like eclectic uh old anime movies uh just because they're, they're fun they're weird um people like hearing about things that they haven't seen before 
so I think that'll be a lot of fun. But as as far as as far as anime, I think that's that's where we're at right now. What about uh what about video games? Oh, Played. I, I, okay, I, I played Monster Hunter both, uh, both both Rise and World recently. Oh yeah, I noticed that like a bunch of people in the Patreon were playing uh, World. Yeah. How, why? <laughs> uh, because as soon as you start playing it, you're like, oh right, this game's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's awesome, but it's so hard. Like, yeah, but that, it, that's what makes it fun, you know? Uh, yeah. I, I'm actually playing like a, a lot of people are going ahead of me. I'm actually playing it with Kevin, the uh, the guy who used to be on Teresa Cole. Oh, okay. Um, so like, I know, we're, I know Kevin. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're we're slowly like playing it together. I've I've played it with him once, and now I'm trying to set up another day. But for whatever reason, nice. his phone and my phone can't text each other. Like the messages don't go through. Weird. It's super weird. I I keep like once a day I'll just send him. Is this the void? And get no response. <laughs> Fucking weird. And he yeah, well, I know... Uh, the only reason that I can text, like, Kid Icarus is because we have iPhones. Otherwise, like, we would have to use, like, WhatsApp or something he like that. He lives in... in fucking Nevada. Yeah, like, maybe he has a weird service or yeah, something. Yeah, he, he like, said that he's been having trouble with not just me, so it's it's on his end, whatever it is. Interesting, but yeah, um, eventually we'll we'll get back to playing it. But that's why I'm playing World, and I'm just trying to get. I'm still not at uh, Master Rank 100 yet. Um, okay, yeah, ne- I mean neither am I. I'm at like 90, but it's getting to the point where it's like I could go in and I could do um, whatever the infected creatures are. Yeah, afflicted. the anomaly. The anomaly, creatures. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I could do those and grind those out because those nobody like you never fail those. It's really hard to fail those. Um, but I don't want to, like I want to do the big four monster quests. But it's like unless I have a group of four people, it's not even worth doing because the randoms will just fucking die. Like I, I mean, I we can do it. We can we can do a stream sometime and just like we could do the grind to master rank a hundred stream because I'm at like ninety one. You know. Yeah, yeah, and I'm right about that. Yeah, too. Like, I'm I'm down to do that. Like, I'm down to stream. It's just it has been really fucking hot. No, I know. So we would have to like get on the same schedule, the same track, and like, and just like. Oh, I mean, like, we stream would at a certain time. Probably start it. It would probably be like today where we started early. You know, yeah. and I'm fine with that. People same. like watching while they're at work. Yeah. Um. No, I'm I'm totally thing, fine with that. We just have to yeah do it on a day that we don't already do podcasts. Which is Tuesdays when I have therapy, Thursdays or Friday when I have the other therapy. Right. But, I mean, uh, we can figure it out. Again, therapy is only like an hour, so it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, and I'm three hours ahead of you, so. But yeah. And, and it's just like, we don't have heat like you do where it's like 7 p.m. It's like fucking 1,000 degrees over there. It's just like at about 10 a.m. It's as hot as it's going to be all day, and it stays like that until 9. So. Yeah, the, the the Pacific Northwest is weird, where our hottest part of the day is like 5 to 6. Yeah. Which I, yeah. I still don't get. It, it still upsets me. But, like, right now, it's not stupid hot in my room. It's probably low 80s. 
you know, something like that. Yeah. So, which yeah. which is totally manageable in, in doing a podcast. I mean, you know, I'm I'm essentially just wearing underwear right now, but it works. Same. <laughs> you guys, a little I, look behind the scenes. I'm I'm wearing uh I'm wearing essentially nice lounge shorts that say uh send nudes, but it's uh send nudes on a bowl of noodles. I, Very I cool. gave up on shirts like five days ago. Dude, dude I gave up anymore. on shirts months ago. <laughs> um, you should ask Grant. I can't remember the last time I wore a shirt inside. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that I'm sure he loves that. <laughs> anyway, uh, so so yeah. So have they added any events? Into not sunrise yet, yet but but they, there is a uh there's an update coming i think beginning of august i want to say uh which should add more stuff in like we're going to be able to uh make new weapon sets and stuff like that because you're going to be able to customize like armor pieces yeah so that's going to be and, really and interesting for the record like i know that this is like a new kind of like style of shit that we're doing and i know that this is the first time that we've done it but like we will talk about video games as well like this isn't just going to be like going over anime that you'd know and love perfectly um like we'll talk about all sorts of weird shit whatever Mm -hmm. the fuck we want like if i want to talk about fucking the night stalker for a whole episode, I will make Tyler listen to the fucking Night Stalker. If he wants to talk to me about Lord of the fucking Dinglings, and we'll talk. About <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Like, Lord of the Dinglings. Yeah. Like it'll like like this is a this is a it's a bonsai podcast. And pop stands for pop culture, my friends. Um, so it is what it is. <laughs> Believe but, it or yeah, not, there's a method to the madness. Yeah. Um. 2 a.m. Skinamax, not that Lord of the Ding. Like Lord of the Ring. I you know what I mean, and I know what you mean. <laughs> so uh so anyway um yeah monster hunter so they haven't added in any events that sucks that's what i've been waiting for is some event quests yeah totally um but yeah so so you played that and monster hunter rise and that's it or uh uh world yeah that's it and and world i've i've picked up the uh i'm, I'm going charge blade the entire way through it okay so cool. i decided fuck it I'm, I'm i'm done with the well here's the problem right I'm a longsword player. I have been for a long time now. And uh, Rise made the longsword unbelievable. (laughs) Like, the longsword is a god weapon in that game. And then when you go back to world, you're like, wait. Wait, where are all my cool moves? Wait, this this counter doesn't up my spirit gauge? Yeah, also, oh, I missed. Now it's going to take me two minutes to hit them again. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I started uh, world with a long sword. I went all the way through the first, uh, the first uh, like part of that game with the long sword, and then switched to the insect blade glaive after I got uh, like once once the fucking elder dragons came out and stuff like that, and I beat all of them with the long sword. I switched to the insect glaive. Mm-hmm. But but I've been liking the the charge blade a lot in that game. The like cool. the speed of the monsters feels a little slower than it does in Rise, and I think it fits yeah. Charge Blade's playstyle better. So yeah. that that's felt really good because Charge Blade has some really good like blocking abilities, a, a good like sort of like semi dodge mechanic for one of your moves. Like it, it's good stuff. So nice. Yeah. So, on my end, um, I haven't played any Monster Hunter just because, like, again, I've, 
it's like getting people together and it being hot. It's it has been so fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Like it it didn't start today. It's been like a week of this, and I'm sure you guys fucking know that. That's why we didn't get any podcasts out last week, um, because we were we didn't know like what we would do about the fucking noise because we have to have the ACs on. But uh, we decided you guys are gonna deal with it. Um, but yeah, so what I have been playing, um, believe it or not, is Grand Theft Auto uh, Five Online. I've been playing quite a bit. It's um, I'm having a love-hate relationship with that game. Uh, <laughs> if I had four friends that were regularly online, kind of the way that we do with Monster Hunter, um, it would be fucking awesome. Like, there is so much to do and so many ways to do it. And, like, I mean... So the, basically the way that the game goes is you're out to make money to buy bigger things so you can make more money mm-hmm. and the way that they do that is fucking genius like they're you know uh the heists are super duper fucking fun like when you get when you actually manage to get a group together apparently rockstar like fucked up their queuing uh with the the last time that they updated like forever ago Mm -hmm. so now like getting people to do a heist with you is super fucking hard uh it's really hard to get four people in there um and it's usually a four person thing Uh but like sometimes they'll split you up into two different roles right so two people will go one way together and the other two people will go a different way together and like those two people will have to assassinate you know this person and get out of there while the other people are like collecting like you know documents or something like that by like sneaking into a place and like everything can go to hell you know and then you all got to fucking fight the cops and run away and like you know sometimes like one person will be driving a tank and the other one will be in a fucking submarine the other person will be in a fucking helicopter and like you all have your jobs to do uh and it's awesome it's really really awesome it is a isn't it is like you know you've heard of the game second life right yeah it's like that but it's grand theft auto instead Hmm. it's like an entire fucking civilization inside of a video game um today it it, there's going to be a major update tomorrow on the 26th there's going to be like an at it's like almost as much as like the the sunbreak you know it's not necessarily like that crazy but there's a big addition tomorrow uh and the update is gonna like wipe all all of people's hacks so i was playing today and i was like you know what fuck this i'm out because like everybody was hacking as much as they possibly could (laughs) today uh it was really bad and like not in that cute way that fragile just put in where somebody's playing as a pigeon like in the way where they have a fighter jet and the fighter jet can insta bomb every single character on the fucking map uh like you know uh, what what do they call what do they call that aim botting and shit like that it's fucking awful um but yeah so so that's been really fun i'm looking for people to play with looks like sammy the hammy wants to play noah senpai's into it nice Um, nice we'll just have to we'll just have to get together and honestly ty uh well you did miss the the package um that helps you get a bunch of stuff started no Um, but yeah, it's uh like you know if you got into it, it could be it could be really it could be really fun and even better than that, it would be fucking awesome to stream, uh because I mean, dude, if, if we stream it, so I can write it off. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd totally be down. Like, there's plenty of two all people right, stuff right. to do. Hold up, let me. There's plenty of things I could just use your help with too. Let me fucking like, uh, look at this right now. Yeah, because I'm a I'm a. I have a couple corporations that I'm running right now, and like one of them, 
for instance, like, it's only fifteen uh, bucks. Really? GTA Five. That's not surprising. I wonder. Can Steam play with Rockstar? Wait, I'm what? assuming they can. What does that mean? So like, I have mine. Th- I have mine through Rockstar. Like, I have to have. I have a Rockstar launcher. Oh. Um. I didn't know that was a I, thing. Yeah, I don't know. The Steam might be like a Rockstar proxy. You know how they do that sometimes with like Witcher Three, and you still have to get GOG. Well, here here's what I would assume. Oh, it's like dumb on sale right now. It's like sixty three percent off. Yeah, I mean, well, it's like a, it's like a fucking sixteen year old game. Yeah, <laughs> at this I guess point, so. right? I guess so, like yeah. that. Came out on PS3, uh, but it looks gorgeous. I mean, it's it's they've upresed it into 4K All HDR. Right, it, it's fifteen bucks. I'll, yeah. I'll buy it. Grand, yeah. I'll buy Grand Theft Auto Premium Edition. There you go. There we go. Yeah, and, and we can just we can play online together, and it'll just be fun. Done. Um. Yeah. Cool. All right. So the other thing. Oh my! It's a uh, fucking hundred and five gigabytes. Yeah, I put it on my. I put <laughs> oh it on my. my uh, God. Dude, it's a, it's a fucking crazy <laughs> game, dude. That's so there's big. No, there's virtually no loading. Like it, unless you are going into an instance, there is no loading. Holy shit! I'll see you guys in a year. Yeah. Um. So, so that's been fun. Um, tomorrow is going to be a big day for that. I'm excited about it. Uh, and then the other thing that I'm playing is uh, Live a Live. Right. So that is interesting. Uh, gorgeous. I love what they did with the visuals. Um, I never played the original. Obviously, it's a very, it, like, Live a Live uh, was a cult game. I don't even know if it was actually in English ever. Um, and if it was, it was very, very fucking low key. Like nobody really ever talked about it. Um, but it, no, there was no Western release as Omni. Okay. Thank dude. This is why we, I love having you guys in here besides just the fact that like, you know, having company is awesome. Uh, but like, <laughs> I love that you guys know shit when we don't, it really helps. There's other podcasts where people are like, we just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, so live a live, uh, or live alive or live a live. I don't fucking know. Um, exists in this weird JRPG bubble of the multiple chat, the multiple storyline JRPGs. Uh, and it really helps that I started playing saga frontier before it came out. Um, remastered. So saga frontier is a game for like PlayStation one or uh, I believe might've been PlayStation two, uh, but I think it was PlayStation one. And, um, they remastered it, put it out on the Switch, and Saga is also uh, an RPG where you just pick a story to play, and then you just play that story. Okay. So, like, you kind of, like, pick your character, and each character has a different story, and they're not necessarily connected. Um, or at least I don't know yet if they are connected. I don't know how the whole thing works or comes together, or if it is just, like, a... Like a like eight different fucking weird scenarios. Um, and I imagine that everyone is different, right? So when you, when you boot up the game, it's, it's gorgeous. The music is amazing. Obviously, you know, like RPGs from the nineties, like the music was so fucking good. Um, and it's all remastered and everything's great. I love playing it with my headphones. Uh, but it, it's, 
you're kind of you get into it and then you're put onto the screen with a bunch of different characters uh that are tied to a bunch of different scenarios and there's like there's the present day there's prehistoric there's the future there's the near future there's the wild west there's ancient japan there's ancient china um so the first guy that i picked was the present day i figured out well you know if any of these have anything to do with each other i kind of want to know what's going on right now right so i picked the present day and it's this it was just this weird like street fighter kind of thing okay. All like right. there was no where there was nowhere to walk around. There was no there was no overworld, there was no level. Like it was just you picked this guy to fight or you you know you chose a person to pick and like your character's ability was that if they're hit by the opponent's ability they'll learn it, right? And your character wants to learn all the opponent's abilities to be the best fighter in the world. Uh and it's it's really like kind of making fun of Street Fighter uh in a way. <laughs> And so you do your turn-based RPG fights, uh, and there's like seven, and then there ends up being a boss, and then that's it. It's over. I was like, that was super fucking weird, you know? Like, that was really fucking weird. Uh, so then I went into the near future, and this one is playing like a straight-up fucking RPG, but it's a totally different story. This one has like a like a fucking super robot in it and like ESP powers and like you're, you're playing as like a fucking like a street punk kid, you know, who comes from an orphanage. There's this fucking military conspiracy to like turn people into goo and infuse robots with their essence so that <laughs> they can fucking take over the world. It's like totally, it's totally different. I have no idea what the fuck is going on with this game, man. Um, but it's fun and it's got a lot of humor and it's gorgeous. Again, that the 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 weird flat pixels with the like pixelated but three D backgrounds. Like it, it was, it's very clear that a lot of like heart was put into the visuals to make it feel uh, classic but new at the same time. And I, I'm really enjoying it. That's cool. So yeah, I recommend it to people who like art, who like JRPGs. I'm, if you don't like RPGs, you're not gonna like that game. Maybe I um, should get it. I like JRPGs. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's and it and and that's the thing too is like if every scenario is completely different, then it kind of gives you that ability to like. They're not going to be as long as Final Fantasy. You know what I mean? Where like Final Fantasy can be like a forty to eighty hour game. Uh, where you have to like kind of stay in this world as these characters and like all that stuff like this one kind of gives you that like I, like i said the first scenario that i picked was like 25 to minutes to an hour long right that was it yeah you know whereas this one i've been playing for like two or three hours mm-hmm. so like they're all going to be different shapes and sizes it seems like for sure um and i'm excited to play the ninja i'm, I'm trying to like hold off on the ninja because uh, i really want to play his scenario but yeah that's it for me. Yep. So I think we've done it, guys. Man. We have. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the new Bonsai Podcast. If you liked what you heard, uh, definitely uh, like rate us. It always helps to rate us. Leave a review wherever you're listening. It's like really helpful. We don't ask very much, but you know we are trying to like turn this into more of a thing, um, more of a. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how you like what you would call it. Uh, more evergreen than it was yeah. before, I would say. You know, and uh, maybe less depressing. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, and if you have, 
if you have anything to say, uh, if you have any comments, we have had some people uh, that were interested in like doing, um, you know, some research for us, which is totally cool. Uh, just because this is like a this is a thing where you know it, it, this is not like a business right now. This is free. We're doing this for free. So if people want to do research, like you know, that's on them. Uh, if they're interested, if you have if you have things that you want us to talk about in the future that you're interested in hearing us talk about um, and like diving into, let us know. Email us at bonsaipopteam at gmail.com. Uh, and yeah, we'll see you next week. We'll we'll finish up dragon ball i think i think that's all you know it'll yeah, only probably. take one more week and then um we'll move on to something else maybe we'll talk about a video game maybe we'll talk about a different anime we could talk about hunter hunter we, can we sure can we man <laughs> let me tell you i got yeah. things got things to say i got notes but i've already done the research <laughs> yeah Grante says it's nice hearing us not get completely stressed out it's nice not being completely stressed out. I like agree. i realized that like bad things are happening they're happening all over the place um but you know i i it's a, we're gonna we're, we're we'll get through it yeah we're gonna get through it you know like it, it can't stay this way forever just make sure that uh you know if you live in states that are volatile make sure that you vote this this uh this election uh it is this year it is important um your vote really does matter so you know I guess that's kind of the last thing that I have to say. Definitely, definitely look into your, your local elections, your congressmen, your senators, your representatives. Check them out. Make sure that you know what they're what they're trying to do, what they're for, and what they're against, and uh, vote accordingly. And make sure that you vote, because you gotta vote. You gotta vote this time, dude. You gotta vote. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. Everybody, stay safe. Stay uh, cool, you know? Um... And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.